0: Greetings, friends. Welcome to episode 41 of the Arcade Raiders podcast. This is what happens when you give a couple of content creators a microphone and a lovely audience. I am Jeremy, and with me, as always, every week is my good friend, Jesse. Jesse, what's shaking?
1: Uh, the, the the fat of my ass. Uh, you know, I I, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, stuff is shaking. How are you doing, Jeremy? Hope you're doing well. Yeah, I'm doing pretty well. Um, it's been a... I don't know, it's been a week, I guess. It's been, it's been a, been a week. week. I agree
0: on that one. I've I've been doing a lot of reading this week. So my week has been a lot of reading and studying and just not playing a ton of games. I haven't streamed once this week. Like I've gone it, as a Saturday it will officially be a full week that I have not streamed. I've just been I've finished a book. I've almost finished a second book. Um, let's see I finished a couple of Netflix series that I've been wanting to catch up on. So I Nice. What you finish. Yeah. What you finish. Uh, I finished I finished um Halt and Catch Fire. It's an older series that I've seen before. I was mm-hmm. a big fan of them when they first released it and it's on Netflix now. And if you ever want to watch a really good tech story about just all kinds of drama, it's called Halt and Catch Fire. It's fantastic. It's a great series. It has Lee Pace in it, um, Scoot McNary. Just a fantastic storyline. Um, and then I also finished the Umbrella Academy 2. And really liked The Umbrella Academy 2. I actually thought Season 2 was a lot better than Season 1.
1: I mean, I've been looking at that for a while, but I'm not quite sure. I mean, I know Gerard Way from Machina Romance made it. So I'm like, eh, you know... I might give it a shot, but it's just like, eh, Ellen Page. If I want Ellen Page, I'll just go play, like, any David Cage game.
0: It's really good. It has some really good stories. Uh, The second season takes place in a particular time of history. So if you like history and you like, uh, if you're a fan of alternate history and what could happen if you alter history, it was really good. I I really thoroughly enjoyed it. My wife loved it because of the time period that it kind of went into. She's a huge fan of that time period. Mm Mm-hmm. So, really good. I thought it was great. I thought the characters. I liked seeing uh, the characters expanded more this season, and I think there were some some more breakout scenes and stars in this in this season. So it's going to be. I, I can't wait for three. Like the way the way things progressed, you know, there's going to be a third one, and I just cannot wait to see what happens in the third season.
1: Uh, but really good, really good. So that's what I've been doing this week. I mean, uh, I have been watching series, but I've been like, I've been going deep into figure like so many so many games have randomizers now so many and it oh, was yeah. like it was so weird like i was like across and i was like kingdom hearts 2 randomizer i'm like <laughs> what the actual hell is this and That's i'm like cool it's oh my god it's so weird and then it, I, and of course i was watching final fantasy one randomizer and i was like okay i might need actually learn to play final fantasy one <laughs>
0: I, I've watched you a few times on your stream play the randomizers the Zelda randomizers mostly yeah. but yeah yeah no it looks really cool it seems like you you found something that you really enjoy with with, with those specific type of games
1: it's it's pretty much a roguelike and I love my roguelikes I do I love those like you don't know what's gonna happen but you know like how the game plays out yeah you're a big platformer fan too right yeah like i I do enjoy my platformers you know did you like the messenger? I oh, love the messenger. I thought that first of all, killer soundtrack. Listen to the soundtrack, yes. and just amazing yeah. uh, movement and all that stuff was fluid, which is great. And yes, needless to say, I it's from Devolver. So
0: yeah, and they have that new game coming out uh, from the folks that made the messenger. Um, it's called. Um... Um, oh, my gosh. I'll, I'll remember here in like 10 seconds or something, I'm we, sure.
1: We talked about um, the show. God damn it. Uh, yeah,
0: it's done by, it's done by Sabotage. Uh, we talked about it last time. So I figure that's one of those, you know, with, with that sort of stature. I, I've got to where – the reason I brought up the messenger is I've got to where – man, I just – I love the art style. Sea of Stars is the name of the game. Uh-huh. Um, I, I love the art style. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk more about a game I'm playing right now, but I just, I think that I am so...
1: Oh, that 16-bit, like, kind of? Yeah.
0: Style? I think or that 32? I'm so... Oh, no.
1: yeah.
0: You know, we get all these good graphics, mm-hmm. you know, and they're great. They're beautiful. They're fantastic. Like, I, I'm almost done with Ghost of Tsushima. Like, I, it's absolutely fantastic graphics, you know, great, beautiful game. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm like, I prefer these older sort of graphics. And you know these different music styles, and I think at the end of the day that I'm really enjoying more that sort of structure. I
1: don't know; it's really weird. Um, yeah, I think I think it's more because it's more pleasing to the eyes in general. And you know, yeah. as much with like realistic graphics, just seeing something simple and beautiful is just more eye-catching. Like you remember like the character from Messenger versus like. And, like, this boss messenger versus, yeah. like, oh, uh, here's a random ghoul from, like, another Scrolls game. You know?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I don't know. There's something about it that I think I just feel better. You know, because it's... I guess another way to, to look at it is, like, I'm also playing another game that I'll talk about later, but these, these sprites that I'm watching you kind of make up the characters what they look like in 3d in your mind uh-huh. you know so like you get this image of these characters in your mind that are 3d from these you know 16-bit 32bit graphics and and i'm I'm really are digging using that your lately.
1: imagination yes yes yeah. you're using your imagination not everything needs a remake kids imagination you know, i mean some these a remake. come on like look at this look at this look at I do fit a new remake, uh, Fast and Furious Crossroads, but that would be <laughs> I was like... thinking Turtles in Time remake, but that's just me. There was one. There was one. There was one a while ago, uh, back in the mm. 360 days. But uh, because of licensing, you can't oh, get yeah, anymore. because sure. yeah. whoopee. Well, that sounds like a piece
0: of news. You want to jump in the news then?
1: Uh-huh.
0: Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Every week we like to take a look at the news going on in our video game world. It's time for some Arcade Raider news with Jesse.
1: Welcome to Arcade News, guys. Let's take a look at the news desk this week. Rocksteady has been silent for a while, but they finally released a teaser image for their next game. Suicide Squad will finally have a game. Nothing is shared yet, but we do see an image of what the logo of the game is, and it's going to be a crosshair-looking logo. And I love the fact that it's aimed at Superman's head. Uh, they also shared a date, August 22nd. Uh, we'll probably get a more deeper look into this that date. So it's nice seeing Rocksteady come back. Uh, they did a great job with the whole Batman Arkham Knight trilogy. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of curious now. I'm kind of curious because if it's just like the Bat- Arkham series, I will 100% get this game.
0: Yes. No, I'm a fan of the Arkham series. Uh, I loved uh, Asylum, Knight origins like i loved i I played all those games like back to back to back to back like i played all i think yeah i played all of them straight through um i almost 100 percented arkham knight i got pretty close to doing it i just got tired of doing riddler's quest yeah <laughs> but no i'm excited because if it's anything like the writing they do in those arkham games it's going to be great it's oh you
1: know good. it is like that's the first yes. thing they give a crap about, is like do these characters fit the story
0: yeah, Rocksteady does a good job with that. So I believe Rocksteady is going to do a fantastic job with this stuff.
1: We'll know more in like, I think, two weeks. Yeah, like two weeks from now, we'll know on a Saturday. Yep, August 22nd is what, uh, is what the tweet said Rocks from Rocksteady Studios. I, I do feel that's attached onto something, maybe like another press conference, but who knows, you know? I'm not sure. I mean... See, that sounds... It's a Saturday, uh, which is kind of questioning yeah. to me. It's like... That seems like a prime date for an Xbox thing or, like, a Sony thing. Oh, man, that'd be cool if they, like,
0: announced it and dropped it. Okay, this is what the graphics are going to look like in a new gen. Mm. That'd be pretty cool. Let's see if there's, like, a... I'm looking up, like, there's a gaming convention. Uh, Tiger Con is the only thing I see. I mean,
1: remember, all gaming conventions are pretty yeah. much... Like well, unless
0: it's, well, yeah, but some of them are doing like online stuff, so I was wondering I wonder if it's gonna be like a summer games thing.
1: I mean it, I don't know. It, it probably does not mean summer games thing, like summer game fest, because that's still going on, I think. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it is. Uh, but we'll know more soon. And on the topic of teasers, we got our first look at Diablo Immortals. This was showcased at China Joy, China's biggest gaming convention. This was a three-man chair showing off how the game will look and play, and I am, I'm still on the edge. I'm still on the edge. I love Diablo, and I don't know. I just, I just can't see myself playing this all the time on my phone. Yeah.
0: No, it's like um, Elder Scrolls Blades and stuff like that. Like you, it sounds like it sounds good on paper and description.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I just don't think it's something that I'm gonna. Even remotely try.
1: Like, I'm going to I'm gonna look at it. I'm going to be like, okay, like, you know, this. It has to be on my phone for, like, three weeks. And I'm like, okay, I guess I, I could play this. <laughs> nah. Guess- ah, where's my Switch? <laughs> oh, where's my good mobile gaming? Hello, Switch. But, you know, it's, it's there. We still have no release date on that game. And it's supposed to be in beta soon. And it's like, eh, well. And on to some more like news, uh, with the release date of the Avengers game approaching soon, we get a few more bits information. PlayStation players will have Spider-Man t- 2021, which is good. This is not the only thing that they'll be getting. This is an exclusivity deal. So everyone else suck it up. I'm sorry. Sorry about boys. Sorry, PC fans. We're fucked. Um, they'll also get a 30 day exclusivity on skin and cosmetics, and there will be a sp- also be special challenges and unique bundles so i t- you're locking a hero that's my whole point you're locking a hero and probably a quest behind that hero yeah so, so that's what kind of sucks when we talk about like locking content on consoles uh, when it came to uh call of Duty modern warfare last year
0: yeah i think it's I'm sure it has something to do with the contract between Sony and you know the rights to Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm it pretty sure much is. that it has something that's to pretty do with. And, yep.
0: and but I from what I understand I don't know how much longer that contract is is going to be in. So who knows? Maybe that contract expires in 2 years and they put it on Xbox and PC. I don't know. Um it it, it it's when I saw that I was like, "Okay, maybe that's just something to dangle in front of people to get a PlayStation. I was like, Oh, but then I started thinking about, it, I was like, Oh man, that's a big character. Like Spider-Man, you know, with the resurgence of, you know, the rebooting mm-hmm. of the Spider-Man series with, um, with the, with the new kid, uh, Tom Holland. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Holland. Like that's a lot, dude. Like I, f- I thought that was like, man, that kind of sucks that that's going to be locked behind a PlayStation. And the more I'm reading into it, the more, you know, all these articles, it doesn't seem like there's even a chance it could come to Xbox. It, Unless, you know, that licensing, you know, expires or whatever, I guess. I don't know. But it really seems like PlayStation is really trying to push playing this game on the PlayStation.
1: It's just sucks because I hate exclusivity content. I'm okay with exclusive exclusive games. Like, oh, I can't play Ghost Shima? That's fine. I don't mind, you know? Yes. But we're going to lock in content locking stories Mm -hmm. onto a console that's pretty much like everyone's going off to best buy or amazon or wherever to get their you know game pre-order there so they get exclusive content again because we had a whole fiasco like many years ago when it's like i think it was i forgot what game it was but everyone had like a had their own piece of content for one game if you want mm-hmm. all that? You had to go like get a pre order here, get a pre order here, and it's like, are you? F- why? I I I don't know. I I feel
0: like we're not getting the full story yet. I feel like there's something that they want to tell us, but they don't, uh, because they're taking a lot of, they're they're taking a lot of um, criticism right now for this, like big time, taking a lot of criticism. So, but I feel like like Square Enix and, and Crystal Dynamics, I feel like they. They know more than they can say. Um, And maybe what happens is maybe this is that deal because, you know, the Miles Morales story is coming out and they don't want it to be misconstrued with anything else. You know, um, Mm -hmm. I would also like to know how much money did Sony and, and Square Enix and Crystal have to shell out to keep that all like just within the PlayStation environment? Maybe I'm not asking the right question.
1: No, I think you are, like, we got to figure out, like, who made the barter first, you know? Yeah, yeah, I guess that's what it is, yeah, yeah.
0: I don't know, we'll see, we'll see how it turns out. Maybe, I think it definitely does suck that they can't, you know, it's definitely not a cool thing that that not everybody's going to be able to experience this stuff right off the bat. But, you know, I kind of want to hear more and see kind of what their thoughts are.
1: Well, I know something's going to really make us super excited. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Esports, you officially ran out of ideas. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) We hit the bottom of the barrel, and I'm shaking my head. The Ultimate Typing Championship. Yep, that is a thing. We'll have their first championship soon. Now, what would the winners get? Now, everyone that qualifies, 25 qualifiers will get a DOS keyboard. The better you place, the better the keyboard, you know the spiel. But the winner will get 5,000 bucks. Whoa. Now, I, I... Why are we doing this as esport? Why? Why? <laughs> I, I mean, I never thought all my time, like, practicing those typing skills in keyboarding class was it like, gonna be successful.
0: <laughs> yeah because we took keyboarding in 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 school you know we were we were taught how to properly put your hands on a keyboard and you can only move your fingers this way and that way crazy but this is an eSport.
1: this is this is now a legit esport and league and this is through, uh i think it's like type racer i got to to too. yeah 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 something like that yeah and so like, so if you
0: if you want to watch it it's gonna be on August twenty second on Twitch and YouTube.
1: No, Typer so, X. There we are. Typer X.
0: August twenty seventh, you can watch the twenty five uh, you can watch twenty-five participants in the Ultimate Typing Championship live stream on Twitch and YouTube. What a time to be alive, Jesse! Wow, what a time. what
1: a, what a <laughs> great content! I can't wait to watch a typing championship. Oh my god! I'm gonna watch it. It's like I'm gonna ESPN eight, it. ESPN eight, the show. I mean, we're gonna have some <laughs> weird weird stuff come by and I'm gonna sit around like. You got me there, Cotton. Oh man, <laughs> like what the actual hell is going on? <laughs> I think it's funny. Someone quickly guess photographer, they'll win. Okay, guess <laughs> you have that three congratulations, you'll win. Oh my god, I can't believe we hit that bomb about esports. I mean, what the hell? What the actual fuck? I thought we were at the bomb, bro. We had a Fortnite competition that pretty much had weird fucking scoring going on. What the actual fuck? But this, by far, is now. We have no ideas. Welcome to actually being bored in the middle of COVID, middle no of summer, nothing to do, nothing going on. Let's watch people type.
0: Well, just wait till we have Fall Guy competitions or Fall Guys competition.
1: If there was a Fall Guy competition. I was so into that in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go on some free stuff. We got some free fans, guys. Uh. Epic Store till August thirteenth. You get Wilmot's warehouse and 3010, episode one. Yeah, you can you can pick those up. That's almost that. You can you can pick those up. You can keep them your inventory. Let them get dusty. I don't I don't care at this point. You know they're games. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, just grab them. They're
1: free, kids. They're free. They're cheap. They're free. Get them. Just get them. And that will do for Arcadia's News guys. We'll see you next week. More crap on my desk. Take care.
0: All right. This segment of the show is when we take a letter or note from a gamer or fan out there and discuss said note. Probably a question. Usually it's a question. We get off topic a lot, so you're just going to have to bear with us, friends. So the question this week is, let's talk xCloud.
1: XCloud's been in the news a lot
0: lately, so what are your thoughts on XCloud? I know Jesse's thoughts, but we're gonna still let Jesse talk.
1: <laughs> it's Stadia, it's Microsoft Stadia. Um you know, but they weren't really like building up in the ground up like Stadia was, which is yeah. something. And we gotta think that they already have the games. They already got that. It's free with Game Pass, which is smarter than me paying fifteen bucks a month. I still got buy the games.
0: So just a little just a little background on what XCloud is. XCloud it's it's not Stadia. It's Stadia. So a lot of people
1: think it is <laughs>
0: yeah. But it's it's more of you pay a monthly subscription. Um, it, you have to have the Game Pass Ultimate subscription, which is like 15 bucks a month, which allows you to play Game Pass games on your Xbox console, your uh, Windows PC, and then um, it's going to have this xCloud um, capability as well. So with xCloud, basically you can download an app on a tablet or um, some other digital device. More specifically in a second, not who we're going to... You know, not what you can do. Uh, But you can download on a device and you can play your games that are on Game Pass. And right now, Game Pass is boasting over 100 games. So basically, you can pick up your game. You can play any of those games on, like, your Android phone, your, you know, Android tablet, and whatnot. Great. Grand. Um, I think it has has a cloud save, so all that's good to go. But as of yesterday, there was a little hiccup in the completion of it, and it's the fact that Android, they're great. Everything works, um, but Apple has said no. You're not running XCloud on our devices, and Apple is citing that it violates their their App Store guidelines, and that they would have to basically evaluate each game that came on the Game Pass and uh, you know allow it, which is kind of a bummer. So yeah. as of right now, it's only going to be on um, it's going to be on devices that are not Apple based or Apple iOS, which is kind of a bummer because you know. A huge population, a huge chunk of the population has an iOS device. So you can hook controllers up to it. If it has Bluetooth capability, you can hook an Xbox controller up to it. If you go to the xCloud website right now, there are several other attachments you can buy. Razer's making a pretty good one that allows you to put your phone sideways in the middle. And it basically turns into like a little Switch console. So it's with xCloud, it's basically going to allow you to play a game from a list of games for a monthly fee. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I, I'm i still nervous on some of the things, like the lag and stuff, because that's one of the biggest complaints yes, of, yes. I, of think,
1: I think that's our biggest complaint so far, is how is lag and how is quality over yes. any network. We've seen our problem with Stadia, and we've seen what happened to Stadia. We have. So yeah. I I hope Microsoft can learn something, and we have promise here. The smart thing they're doing is they're not making you buy a add-on unit to anything. You just pretty much download mm-hmm. the app, boom. Um, versus having to buy a Google Home or a Google like whatever it was TV. Yeah, just to play. And honestly, I think that's probably their smartest, smartest thing so far.
0: Well, I mean, when you think about it, Game Pass and Game Pass Ultimate right now is probably one of the best it is i guess experiences you can you can services you can pay for right now in video games I, if not ever i honestly think that it's probably one of the best services in video games because of the actual amount of games you have access to you have access to pretty much any if it's a microsoft studio game you have access day 1 i'm sure it's digital you get other things too like if you if you have it on game pass you decide hey i want to buy a copy of this game you get a discount for the copy Lots of good positive things about uh, Game Pass, and I think being able to play it anywhere is going to be great. You know, there are potentially some some questions I had and some downfalls. Uh, one's battery life. You know, with your phone, your your battery, you know, the more internet it pulls, it, it drains the battery pretty quick. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what kind of, so now does it become a portable device if it's plugged up? Well, no, um, because you still have a cable to it. Um, so that was another thing. And the other thing I was, I was kind of curious about too, is like data caps. Like, you know, a lot of people might have data caps or you, you, know, you're not allowed to do this sort of thing. So it feels like it's hitting a specific person in the market. And hopefully over time, you know, it could get a little bit better if people reverse their ideas, you know, like on data caps and, you know, uh, net neutrality and things like that. Um, so that was, those were some of my concerns. Um, I don't know. I, I, I've i heard good things about it. Like, I've read a bunch of articles about it, and they're saying, by far, it's way better than Stadia. Like, leaps and bounds better than Stadia, you know, the experience they've had on Stadia. But I think one thing that's really going to be the big turn-on for xCloud is the list of over 100 games and the day-one games you can play on any device. Yeah, That is going to be really That is really the biggest
1: rad. selling point there, too. Yeah, um, it's going to be really rad. I hope that... Honestly, I wait. Can you play it on PC? Because this might answer Because my thing is always this: when am I gonna play this? Because we talked about this a few times. Like, when am I going to wait for my PC or some of like that to play like this, mm-hmm. from like a good connection? So if I'm I'm traveling, I understand why. Like, you don't want to put like that much stuff in your laptop because, you know, reasons.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. Exactly. Like you know, it, it allows. You know, you, you, laptops too don't have a ton of memory and ton of storage, so yep. I think it's going to allow you know that sort of thing uh, for you to play those games. You know, like you would have a console, um, but as long as it's a compatible device over the internet, I mean, it's it's supposed to work just fine. Um, it's supposed to you know accept your controller inputs perfectly. You know, without without any lag, which there will be lag, but you know, it's it's not going to be tons, um, but. Microsoft's data centers using Azure, you know, using their Azure infrastructure, that's going to be a big help, especially with getting these games out there quickly. But yeah, they're so they're using their Azure. Um, it's kind of, it's like AWS. It's their it's their cloud infrastructure and their ner- their server networks. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, latency is going to be an issue um, when milliseconds, you know, could could cost things so latency is definitely going to potentially be an issue but uh, from what I understand though it's not really that bad
1: I think that's probably a smart idea there too like you know like it's to make sure networks work well like they weren't pushing on a date here they weren't Mm -hmm. like we're like okay I just got my calls soon Stadia has set date a set date so like we might see a lot more improvement over time we might see like some greater things mm-hmm. and honestly the price yeah. point the price point itself will drop the price point itself because all well, especially if you're stuff. paying for it
0: you know yeah. especially if you're already paying for game pass ultimate like i do yeah same you i know.
1: I got me a few i a for the year
0: yeah so what i'm going to do is they make a really cool stand that will hold your phone and then it has, it basically holds your phone, then it has a little plastic piece that your controller pops into. So you basically hold your controller and it has like a little plastic holder that's holding your phone above it. Um, so I'm excited about that. I, I'm probably gonna get one of those. And then, of course, there's, uh, you know, I think uh, Razer is making those little, um, basically, their handles. It's a controller that splits in half and then it clips onto your phone. Uh, so you can make it look like a switch, basically. But yeah, yeah. but right now, um, I'm reading uh, currently no plans that we know of for xCloud to be available on Android TV boxes or other smart uh, streaming devices or smart TVs. But I don't think there's a hard, we're never going to do that sort of thing. I think right now they're just trying to get it on Android devices Mm -hmm. and then get it on um, your your Apple device, which is going to be pretty tough. Anyway, xCloud, I mean, since I already paid for it, I'm definitely going to try it out. I'm definitely going to play with it and see what it has to offer. And maybe we'll get some more insight pretty soon about that.
1: I mean, I got it. I'll give it a shot.
0: Yeah, why not? It's like those free games you get every week on Epic. You're not going to play it, but still get the game, right?
1: Yep, pretty much.
0: All right, you are in for an absolute treat because this is one of the coolest sections of any podcast in podcast history. Every week, we like to take a look at or discuss... The games we are actually currently playing and kind of give a little feedback on those games. We call this section What is Tickling Our Funny Bits? Jesse, what games are tickling your funny bits this week? Oh,
1: well, y'all know it. I've been playing the hell off all guys, and dear God. Day one servers. Let's talk about that for two seconds. <laughs> um That was a clusterfuck. That was a clusterfuck. Um But I'm really enjoying it. I think what they have there, to a solid game, and it's perfect. It's pretty much pick up, play, put down. You can like leave for a while. There's not like that whole like you gotta learn a meta as much as you can. You gotta learn like what is the meta. It's just like get do your the thing. If it says race to the end, race to the end. If it says <laughs> survive, survive, you'll fight fu- you fine. But then out of one of my boredom things, like when am I gonna freaking play today on my stream? I started playing Final Fantasy 9. i never touched it. There was a the one I avoided because it looked kind of cutesy. And when you were a teenage... And you are like, I'll put a teenage age. On a PS1 age. And you saw the Final Fantasy IX Like, that looks stupid. That's not a guy game. I'm a tough man person. I'm almost 13. I bypassed it. Um, but I'm quite, I'm quite enjoying my time. I never played it. And... Vv is my favorite character. Vv is Glass Cannon Supreme. And I'm about seven hours in the game. Nice. I understand now. I understand. Jeremy, what have you been playing now? So I have been playing a few games. Not a
0: ton. Not a lot of time, really. Um, I got in the Fall Guys beta last weekend. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, it's To me, it's one of those games you can pick up and play for an hour or two, and you're good. Like I didn't feel like it, it, it. In a sense, is it's like you said it. It's like a BR Mario Party.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, um, there's no loadouts. Everything's purely cosmetic. It's a bullshit BR, pretty much. A bullshit BR. It is. BR. It's like well, it's like Tetris. Um, that Tetris game. Um. Anyway, um, yeah. Tetris ninety nine. You, you know, are. that's what I feel like. Um, it does take some skill, but I don't feel like I feel like a lot of that is luck. Like, it, you know, it doesn't depend on you making the decision of, oh, I've got to have this loadout in a typical BR. It's more of like, oh, crap, which way do I want to go to avoid running into just a brick wall or running through the wall? Or, wait, which way are those giant pieces of fruit coming down the pathway? So that was pretty fun. I played with my son. My son got it. He paid for it. He was like, I've got to have this game. Him and his buddies have been playing it all week. They really like it. I got a, it's on the PlayStation. Uh, it's the monthly game so if you have a playstation you have playstation online or playstation plus or whatever it is you can now get it for free so grab it 100 um i'm working my way through fallout 6 so i'm loving fallout 6 it's probably fallout 6 not fallout 6 final fantasy 6 where was i for that game what
1: the hell this is episode
0: 410 of the arcade raiders podcast
1: Um, i don't know where i am where's my yams Oh no. Okay. Continue with Final Fantasy. <laughs> so yes,
0: Final Fantasy 6 is what I've been playing. I'm working my way through it. I really like the game. It's it's to me it's replacing Chrono Trigger as one of the best games I've ever played. Um, also Littlewood is a new game that came out. It's kind of like a cross between Animal Crossing and Harvest Moon and um, um, like Stardew Valley. So it's kind of a combination. It has a lot of those different aspects of those games. And it's very good. It's very charming. It's very... It's not a fast-paced game. So I've been kind of relaxing with it. I've got about six or seven hours into it now. So that's really it. Final Fantasy VI, Fall Guys, and Littlewood. What new games do we have coming out this week?
1: Oh, boy. We got a list for August 10th. We got Hyperscape on PS4, S1, PC on August 11th. Metamorphosis, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on August 12th. Total War Saga Troy on PC on August 13th. Deliver Us the Moon on Switch on August 14th. And EA Sports UFC 4 on PS4 and Xbox One on August 14th. Hyperscape looks pretty bomb-ass. Because you take our ships and you kind of sell the scrap off. That looks fun to me.
0: Yeah, Hyperscape is real... It's been real hyped. Um, it's been real hyped in... Um... In Twitch lately, I've noticed like a bunch of people have been kind of playing it. It looks, I mean, again, it's it's still a BR, and I'm like, meh, I'm not a huge fan of that. But it's it's, it's gotten a lot of traction on on Twitch. Oh, that's lately. what i
1: thought i was think thinking something different. Okay, Hyperscape, yeah, that one. Okay, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I don't um, know. Uh, it it might not be as popular as I much anymore, of? you know, because of Fall Fall Guys taking over everything. I mean, it seems. Fall Guys is love. Fall Guys <laughs> life. Um, uh, but, but everything
1: yeah. else, just eh, I mean. It kind of sets it even mention uh, UFC four during the EA like bullshit press conference, but oh yeah, yeah. They kind of skipped over there. Like, okay, here's Star Wars, the end. <laughs> yep, here's Star Wars, the end. Don't forget about anthem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no.
0: So yeah, those I don't. There's nothing really. I'm I'm pausing because I'm really trying to look at this list and go. Uh,
1: yeah, Maybe, there's nothing on this list
0: that yeah. I'm that I'm excited about. So. I mean, yeah, it's gonna be
1: a escape week. We got games, we got fall, guys. Yeah, I think that's good too, yeah. All right, folks, it's that time
0: again. It's time for us to sell out and promote our content. Jesse, let the good folks of the internet know where they can find
1: you. Um, you can come find me at twitch.tv slash tech underscore burger where I'm playing games regularly. Come see me play Final Fantasy Nine and cryoverhelpbv is awesome. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram. That's at Tagburger. Where you can find me. All my handles. If you can't find me somewhere, you're in the wrong place. Jeremy, where can you find you at? Um, well, this week, not streaming much. I've been just kind of
0: keeping to myself, but normally I stream on Twitch as well at twitch.tv slash Skyrobi. That's M-R-S-K-Y-R-O-B-I. And you can also find me on Twitter and YouTube at Mr. Skyrobi And folks... That does it for our time this week. It wasn't really a news-heavy week, but we got a lot discussed in there. We had a lot to our...
1: discuss. A lot to discuss. It was nice.
0: Yeah. Remember, our goal here at the Arcade Raiders podcast is to deliver our unique perspective into the video gaming world with our own random usings and discussion. And until we meet again, folks, enjoy playing your video games.